it is just after 20 past 10, which means it is time for, you know what it is, it's time for Movies, Movies, Movies with Jen and Andre, your favourite film lords right here on Mornings. Jen, Andre, good morning. How are you both? Good morning. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here after such a chaotic week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jen has a lot to say about, I think. I have a lot to say about. Yeah, well, you've, been I rep- mean, you've, you've been interviewed by reporters about everything that's been happening <laughs> this week. Yeah, we caught some disgusting cop giving the white power symbol, which proves that what we already knew, ACAB. Oh, I didn't um, know that was you. Yeah, Jen, you're not giving the yeah, real deal. Film everything, viral. but don't film the protesters. But make sure those cops are on camera. Yeah. Anyway, oh, they yeah. lied because my name is Jen. They said that they were doing it to a group of women to let them know they're okay because we all know that white supremacists love to use white women as an excuse. Yep. Um, but so anyway, in actual film news, we've got giveaways to the online Sydney Film Festival of 2020. We're giving away two passes no one pass to two films we've got two passes to two films it's to see whatever film you want at the online film festival uh all you have to do is text in now the the question that we have is related to our reviews today you have to text in to win these passes what your dream getaway is outside of iso because we're going to be reviewing some getaway films and we want to know what you guys are thinking about once this whole schboozle is over do you want to go into the metropolis? Do you want to go outdoors? Do you want to isolate even longer like me? Do you want to go back to your family? To home? clarify, to clarify, we are reviewing Warwick Thornton's The Beach, which is on SBS On Demand, and Eric Andre's Bad Trip, which isn't out, but is a leak that's pretty easy to get. <laughs> and Netflix is going to it soon. So wait, just, just to clarify, it's not texting. You want to call 833 And first in, that. best dressed, will get those passes to the Sydney Film Festival online. Fantastic. So we're talking movie news now, and I want to know what Netflix has done right and what it's done wrong. Jen, fill us in. So obviously this has hijacked the entire conversation that everyone is having online, but Chris Lilly's finally officially been cancelled, except for Jemay Private School Girl and Lunatics, which is still up, but uh, they've taken down four of his shows from Netflix, and they've also created, like, a Black Lives Matter section, which you can watch in its place, filled with, like, Ava DuVernay movie, Spike Lee's new film, The Five Bloods, which came out, like, yesterday, so we didn't review it for today. Um, I guess that's, I guess that's film news. Goodbye, Chris yeah, Lee. What, what do you reckon, Andre? Well, I just think it's really interesting that they've kept Jemay Private School Girl. It's a show that's been picked up by HBO in America, but for some reason, it feels like a move to also clarify what a Karen, like, it's, I feel like it's buying into Karen culture, like, all his other shows are so overtly racialized, but Jemay is maybe still a critique. I don't know. I don't want to comment on it. I still think all his work is inappropriate, but there's something pointed <laughs> about keeping Jemay that feels a little bit icky. But look, I'm not going to lie. I'd never watched Lunatic, so I can't even comment. And if uh, for people that are like truly missing the cinema, there is more cinematic online culture happening at the moment. Sydney Film Festival is happening online. We interviewed Nishen last week. It's costly, I will say that, but one thing about this year is that a lot of the money is going directly to the filmmakers, and a lot of those filmmakers are local. There's a lot of buzz happening around our law, which is about policing in the outback, getting Indigenous police officers involved. I haven't seen it yet because, uh, God, it's been a week. Who's even watching films this week? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But there's also Sydney Film Festival selects on SBS On Demand, which has got a hot selection from previous festivals. We're talking A Fantastic Woman, A Separation, lots of a picture pong, some Greta Gerwig, some Xavier Dolan, She Who Must Be Loved, the Erica Glynn documentary from last year that was really good, Tangerine. It's very SFF. Very SFF. Damn, I love For anyone that's wondering, mm, for anyone who's wondering, A Fantastic Woman is my favourite film. And we're also going to be interviewing Dr. Karen Perlman in Sydney Spotlight, who has a film in the Sydney Film Festival, which you can see if you win the double pass. We're saying double pass. It's for two films. That's a double pass to the Sydney Film Festival. But in international news, uh, where we've been covering Oates Wu, who is a close filmmaker of ours. He was originally based in LA, but he went back to his homeland of China to shoot a film because he got production money. But when he went back, he was just struck by the complete turmoil of coronavirus. It was like the week of. (laughs) It was the week of. Oh, no. And he was one of the first people that we were in contact with to go into isolation in China. And it was some four months before he was able to leave and go to Beijing and get back into production on his film. And we have a little update on what Otsuru is up to. Uh... His production is now going ahead. He's about to shoot his proof of concept. It's been a rocky, rocky couple of months, four months, I believe. And he had a little message, which is, my production team is following the regulation of the local government and taking the most protection and precautions we can. It's not the best feeling to film while having so many uncertainties, but I'll stay calm, confident, and focused. No matter what happens, I'm ready, and I will make all my dreams come true because your babe, Oatzilla, has superpowers and nothing is more beautiful than living in a dream. Wish me luck. That is from a filmmaker who was in the epicenter of coronavirus for as long as I can remember, finally coming out to make his dreams come true. Bless. That's so wholesome. Oatzilla is a superpower. Jen, you've written something in the news here about my birthday, so why don't we talk about that? Because I'm excited (laughs) to see that. Is that when cinemas are opening on my birthday? Cinemas open the day before your birthday, bitch. <gasps> yes, and we all know that's July first. So, what are we going to be? What are we going to be seeing? I know we're both excited for Tenet. Let's be honest. Well, <laughs> who knows? Because America is still an absolute cluster F. So I don't know if there's going to be anything programmed. But I think that's going to leave mm. space for maybe some interesting programming here. Maybe we'll get some more local avant-garde films. Maybe. Maybe they'll put us in the cinema, Andre. Ooh. I would love that. I would love that. Host a Q&A with ourselves. <laughs> are we yeah, going to I try to announce that Wonder Woman and Tenet are going to be pushed by more and more months. So it'll be really interesting to see what fills that space. There we go. By Ooh. more and more months. Are we having a track before we do our reviews? or We're going to have a track <laughs> before the reviews. It's TK Maidza, her brand new one. Very big Missy Elliott energy. It's called Shook and there is a language warning. These mans, yeah, I got them all shook. Earthquake, yeah, I got them all shook. I came out of play by the book. Yeah, I make the bands and I got them all shook. These men's looking at me all shook. Talk about it, but they're never gonna do it. I came out of play by the book. Yeah, I make the bands, yeah, I got them all shook. These bitches skeptic on a higher metric. Denny's Ross trying to fit and got them playing Tetris. I go by the name, written on my necklace. Never been about the games unless you want a death wish. First come, first serve basis. To a flip to a racist. I've been a genius. 
niggas trying to get in my fraction like Jackson. Putting into bed with a napkin. Platinum plaques coming dreams like a Malcolm. Big ass rims going forward in a Falcon. Came into the biz, said I wouldn't boy damn. Then I made a city pop. Now I am the study quiz. These hands, yeah, I got a Earthquake, yeah, I got a I came out of play by the book. Yeah, I make the bands, yeah, I got a These men's looking at me all shook. Talk about it, but they're never gonna do it. I came out of play by the book. Yeah, I make the bands, yeah, I got a Got a drip lock, fit is looking pish posh. I be in my bag, I don't dance around TikTok. Gold on my wings like I'm Huckleberry Finn. Blown like a bubble popping all up in the wind. Flow paraffin, holes like I'm Ferg. House in the birds, I tip the bird, I tip the words. Snug with the guns. Peter pop a question, couldn't get me on a run like. Part of me don't really care. Pardon those in my DMs, I be looking in my ear. Intuition with a vision, see my future really clear. I'm strapped in the sea, boom, boom, and I'm there. I swerve. I'm bitches, why they even got nerve? Outside, they be looking like squirrel. No time for a hater, I squirrel. Ching, if you got a pill in my ears, yeah, I got a Earthquake, yeah, I got a I came out of play by the book. Yeah, I make the bands, yeah, I got a These men's looking at me all shook. Talk about it, but they're never gonna do it. I came out of play by the book. Yeah, I make the bands, yeah, I got a shook. We are on mornings right here on FBI 94.5. Shook right there by TK Meitzer. The latest music from her. We are on movies, movies, movies with Jen and Andre. And just before we get into two reviews, you're going to want to call in on 833322999. That's 833229. Uh, the number to the studio to potentially get your mitts on some tickets to the online Sydney Film Festival, uh, we are asking the question, what is your escapist, your go-to escapist film at the moment, which is what prompted these two reviews for Jen and Andre. So get calling, 833 Um, We're going to go with the beach first. All right, let's take it away. Take it away, Andre. Oh, so if you had told me five years ago that in 2020 I would take 10 milligrams of escitalopram and watch a documentary about Warwick Thornton cooking on a beach for two hours as a show on SBS, 
I honestly would have just believed you. So I guess this is what dreams are made of because now there is a mini series on SBS called The Beach and it's Warwick as Terrence as Lana. And you know what's not? It's not Matthew McConaughey doing those bourbon commercials. Please, Nat, stop trying to sell fake rusty treasure chest beard aesthetics. Save it for my Pornhub search history. So Warwick Thornton, the second most famous Australian filmmaker after Andrea Arnold and the most critically acclaimed filmmaker making films in Australia, isolates in a shrieking shack for a month like he's Teshing Sherp. The show is shot in Jalir Dampier Peninsula on the northwest coast of northern, of Western Australia, my mistake, and his son, Dylan River, films the whole thing. Now, Warwick knows he has to resort to being a dom-top daddy, otherwise the show won't sell. So he always has a wet shirt on and he's using rusty artisanal utensils. It's on SBS, which has worse curation than that time Venice Film Festival program, Roman Polanski and Joker in the same festival. But it's by far, and here we go, ladies, the best mood ring to watch while you fall asleep with our antidepressants. Jen, I loved every mm. second of this and I haven't finished it. I'm so lucky I've got two episodes left and there's so much cooking in the show. What did you think? Oh, it's like a slumber party. <laughs> but funnily enough, it's not like a slumber party because there's not that much footage of Warwick falling asleep, which is secretly what I want to see. All That's the not true. He's always in that like flowy mosquito net pretending to be asleep place. I know, but I want to see him. Up. I want I want cam footage of him asleep. You know, that'll be the next one. It'll just be like SBS slow cinema, Warwick Thornton asleep. Nightmare. Oh my God. Love that. But the cooking in the show, it's fantastic. He, he's trying to do like a sabbatical, hiatus, meditative holiday for himself. There's no Airbnb vibes, which I like about it. And even though the shack looks like it's been designed by some like a cheap after student, it does have an authenticity that feels very Warwick and unpretentious, which is something that I was hoping that it would be. It's not pretentious. I do love that he gets like Sambal Belachan out of a rusty metal canister. That was a great <laughs> I know. I feel like I feel like the the pencil case shop typo designed the whole thing. It's full of like <laughs> clear jars and like rusty, draggy, like wood fire ovens. It's like okay, this looks like a pizzeria in Newtown. <laughs> okay, so if you had to give uh, this movie a piece of typo stationery, what would it be? I mean. For me, it's definitely uh, a tote bag without anything on it, just like a clear white tote bag. But uh, I would also say it's pencil sharpener that has a little cat on it going, (laughs) (laughs) For me, it reminds me of how Lady Gaga writes every song on her typewriter once. Oh my god, it is so typewriter. The whole thing. What's the what's the name of that material that corrugated iron? That's what the whole shack is made of, I think. (laughs) Away. Okay, there's a lot there. Love that. All right, there you go. Unpacking bits and pieces. We're gonna take it to Jen's pick, Bad Trip. Let's hear from it. We're about to embark on a trip of a lifetime. Why did you do that? Don't play with me, mother. I don't think we're ever gonna get out of this town. I'm telling you, seeing Maria today, that was a positive omen. Maria! Oh my God, I've been doing it forever. If you're ever in Manhattan, I'll show you around. Great! Okay. Yes. Uh, great later. seeing you, Chris. Look at our lives, man. Spinning our wheels. Bullshit job after bullshit job. Can you just hit that on switch on the vacuum for me? Thanks, man. Oh my god, turn it off! Oh, I'm gonna get fired again! Oh, shit! (laughs) That's what I think. (laughs) 
bring it if home. If you're going to do a joke review of so-called Australian slow cinema, I'm going to take this one really seriously, I think. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bad Trip from the producers of Bad Grandpa and Jackass, which is the new mode of cinema for the 2020s. Queer straight-to-DVD early 2000 rom-coms without going full Adult Swim. It's a YouTube hidden camera compilation tied together with a Netflix plot, but it feels like the most quasi-radical thing, somewhere between Borat and Bridget Jones, blowing up the hero's journey, proving that a plot is nothing, energy and participation is everything. It's this, like, early Soviet Vertov, a man with a movie camera realness that's as soft as anarchism gets. It's community, it's collective, it's miracle-making, it's, like, participation. It, is it saying the bad trip is reality or the bad trip is how rigid Hollywood plots and the evil gatekeepers who patrol collective consciousness are? Okay, I got too philosophical. Philosophical. I think it's all the psychedelics I've done in ISO. But Eric Andre does get plowed in the ass by Harambe in a zoo and they do actually do white chicks. Good day, Chris Lilly. Ultimate <laughs> finger to respectability politics. It proves that everything is causing public trauma anyway. So, and you can see it in the eyes of some of the bystanders. There's this scene where like a true king de-escalates a stage fight after they flip Tiffany Haddish's pink bad bitch car. And in the credits, they roll reveals, like an apology, like, which makes you think like, <laughs> I, I recently watched the X-Files 2 the other day and they have blooper reels. And that's like a really, really intense film about like a pedophile priest and like Russian, like um, organ donations and stem cell research and it's like really hardcore and at the end they roll the blooper reels and no one really seems to be having that much fun which makes me think that like a blooper reel is just gaslighting um, it's out on Netflix sometime soon otherwise you can catch a leak <laughs> oh my gosh catch a leak philosophical right there a blooper reels gaslighting Ooh. don't you feel you get to the I end don't... of the movie and then all of a sudden they're like by the way everyone had a great time on this movie we promise <laughs> i guess yeah how would you say that bad trip <laughs> holds up in comparison to the eric andre show like i know there are obviously like very different pieces and like settings to it what what's your take Bad trip you can put on in a room with anyone and anyone will find it funny. Whereas Eric Andre, there's definitely gonna be a Karen in the room that's like, I don't get it. All right. My hot my hot take with the with Bad Trip is that I was skeptical because I love the Eric Andre show so much and I didn't know if I wanted to deviate from the format. And the movie delivers so hard, it goes beyond what you expect is actually even possible. Because when you think about it, it's basically like a narrative film, but all staged in pranks. And every scene that has a prank has to do with the plot. And they somehow like move the film forward despite pranking like hundreds and hundreds of people at, at a given time. It's kind of unbelievable how they pull it off. Communities that you just, it's in communities that you just don't see in Hollywood as well. Like it, it's just yeah. like in a shopping like mall. people who live in thing. Georgia. Yeah, he does like Maria from West Side Story in some shopping mall in like a Trump voting state in like a food court that's like predominantly black. It's just oh so God. lovely. <laughs> It's so, yeah. so good. He's just smashing shit up, puts his hand in a blender, sprays it over a bunch of women in a juice bar. It's gorgeous, but also really heart-rendering heart because it's a rom-com. So there's scenes in public where he's like sitting next to a strange old guy being like, should I pursue the woman of my dreams? And the guy's like, do it, man, because if you don't do it right now, you'll think about it for the rest of your life. Mm, that's oh my sweet. gosh. I, I still love it when the gorilla jizzes all over his face, but that's just me. <laughs> Never did I ever think I would hear the word Eric Andre and rom-com in the same sentence. No. <laughs> it's truly, truly the husband dick of Hollywood. 
the husband. <laughs> and on that, what would you we... give it in a word, Jen? Sorry. Um, honestly, wholesome. Mm. All right. Wholesome. Yeah. All right. How about mm. you? I like husband dick. <laughs> okay. Is that, is, like, is that really fun? Are we cancelled now? I don't know. Uh, after the break, I believe we have an interview with Dr. Karen Perlman in Sydney Spotlight. She's a filmmaker in the Sydney Film Festival, and we chatted to her about her short film, I Want to Make a Film About Women. We're going to take it to a track first. Forgot My Horse's Name by Tensi out of Chicago, right here on Mornings. Tensi with Forgot My Horse's Name, right here on FBI. We are on Movies, Movies, Movies with Jen and Andre. We've wrapped up some breaking movie news and two reviews. And now we have a very special interview. Gang, give us the quick little spiel before I let it play. Dr. Karen Perlman, who is a Sydney Film Festival alumni, spoke to us about her latest short film in the festival. It's called I Want to Make a Film About Women. And Karen's specialty is Soviet female editors. So we all know that film was invented in Russia. But why do all the bros get all the attention? She basically tells a history about Soviet constructivism and has reenacted, recreated what it would have been like to cut in a kitchen in Soviet Russia, Car Drives You. And we're going to... She's a dancer turned film academic turned filmmaker and she is the epitome of radical cinema, I think. Does anyone remember in Family Guy when they get a Russian GPS and it keeps saying weird things like, in Soviet Russia, car drives you. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to, I had to quote Family Guy on movies, movies, movies. It hadn't been done before. I'm honestly brave. Oh man. All right. Well, we are going to take it to this interview in just a moment on Movies, Movies, Movies. Um, Just before we start, can I get a quick text in from Simone from Marrickville? Give us a ring on 833-22999 for those Sydney Film Festival tickets. Give us a ring or chuck us a text if you're having trouble getting through. And on that note, we're going to bring it to Dr. Karen Perlman. In 1922, the leader of the Russian Revolution declares, of all the arts, for us, the cinema is the most important. In 1933, the great Soviet montage filmmaker Esfir Shub proclaims, I wanted to make a film about women. FBI. I'm Karen Perlman. I'm a film director and I write about film in a lot of ways. Uh, I'm here today with the gorgeous Andre talking about my latest short film, I Want to Make a Film About Women. Yeah, um, so I mean, I've only seen two or three of your works, but it's almost, and your work's really involved in history and the un, unheard history of women. And it's almost like in your films, you're saying, this didn't not not happen, but it did did happen. Did, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, like so. So what I'm trying to do is actually two two things. One is I'm trying to take a, another perspective on history and storytelling. Like 
you know, and, and, and the moment that we're in now with Black Lives Matter and, you know, the things Scott Morrison is saying about, oh, there's never been slavery in Australia. I'm like, come, come on. Whoa. You know, you're just not hearing the story from any other perspective. History is not just that perspective. So that's a really big underlying thing in, in all the films is saying there were other people in the room and they were the the actual innovation creativity you know politics of it were actually distributed amongst all those people um so let's hear it from another perspective the other thing is though that i'm i'm trying to put um i'm trying to put thoughts on screen right and and mostly these women's thoughts are not archived. So the men would write a lot about themselves and write about their theories and so forth. Mostly the women didn't write their thoughts. So the way that I can put their thoughts on screen is by using their editing techniques or by, you know, making a, a kind of image of, of something that we couldn't say it did happen, but mm. we also can't say it didn't happen because we don't know what they thought. Do you mind, and this is an obvious question, and I'm sure one that you can answer very easily, describing your attraction to Esther Schub and sort of, um, I guess if you make a documentary about someone, no matter who they are, you feel some sort of kinship towards them. Can you speak about that, please? Well, I think kin kinship is exactly the right word, Andre. You know, she's an amazing, amazing person, filmmaker, Jewish woman, kind of really liberated in a way by the revolution, fiercely committed to the revolution, to the kind of communist ideals and the collective thing. Really uh, incredible innovator in film. I mean, she basically invented what we call the remix film. You know, it's, it's a whole form of filmmaking that, that she just thought, I can do this. And she started to do it and was incredibly hard work and nobody really understood what she was trying to do. And she did it. She really established this form, but in a, in a really interesting way, because of this commitment to this collective ideals and this commitment to this form of filmmaking that didn't involve getting on set and bossing a whole bunch of men around, she doesn't have any like authorship standing or, or she didn't until, you know, people started going, wait, hey, wait a minute, what about this? A, a lot of what's happened out of my researching of her is my coming, again, to question all kinds of ideas about authorship and all kinds of ideas about creativity. And again, coming back to this idea of distribution, that really creativity is happening all over the place, in the kitchens, in the bedrooms, in the world. And she's not taking the stand like it's about me the way Eisenstein or Vertov or you know those names that you remember she's saying it's about the film and that's good for me I feel very connected to that idea interview guys mm. love the track on guys. the end gang gang what's going on um that was so sweet so and to the winners catch... you can catch that on cine film festival i started first don't give me that look andre <laughs>
Um, want to give slow. a very special shout out to Simon from Marrickville who's snapped up those tickets. I hope you start to feel a little bit better um, from being sick in bed with a cold. You're going to be able to catch oh. those films online. Um, we'll be in touch with all the extra details. Uh, Jen, Andre, I think that's it for today. We Thanks so much for having us. Uh, hope uh, everyone makes it through the next week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, enjoy the Sydney Film Festival. If you guys are seeing it, enjoy those tickets and man. Um, if you want to listen back to Movies, Movies, Movies today, you can listen wherever you grab your podcast from. Just look for FBI Radio and you will find Movies, Movies, Movies listed there for you. I'm going to leave you with a track from Jen and Andre, uh, Lyra Pramuk with Witness. You're on Mornings on FBI.
podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.